Good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the 21 News Podcast. I'm joined by Monsignor Zura, who oversees the Catholic Diocese of Youngstown. And Monsignor, uh, first and foremost, how are Bishop Murray's spirits right now? Well, Corey, truly Bishop Murray at this time is relying on his faith. He looks to his faith for comfort and for hope. And both he is praying for physical healing, but also a type of spiritual healing that he may accept whatever the future may bring. It's remarkable that, you know, the bishop's motto is Christ, my light. And he's looking, especially during this Holy Week, to allow Christ to bring forth his light of healing, his light of peace. Um, to him uh, now that he has once again uh, had this reoccurrence of leukemia. Absolutely, and Bishop Murray, I know he defied all odds in, in his first bout. How confident is he that he'll beat this? That he'll beat this recent battle with cancer? Well, we realize that uh, you know the first uh, battle came to us in 2018. A reoccurrence came in 2019. The process that uh, he is presently using uh, to the, the great medical uh, professionals at St. Elizabeth's is not so much a cure, but to maintain. Because what we have to realize is that Bishop Murray is not a candidate for bone marrow transplant. Yes, and and speaking of Bishop Murray, what's been his message uh, for parishioners during the solemn time of the Catholic calendar? What Bishop is trying to communicate is a sense of hope. We realize that within the world today, you know, we're dealing with many things. We're dealing with the coronavirus, how it is affecting our loved ones, how it is affecting, you know, each and every day of our life. And what Bishop Murray is communicating through word and action is that our faith must be stronger than our fear. And that takes specific significance upon him, especially during these days in which, you know, he has found that the leukemia has returned. He looks to his faith to be his strength, not so much the fear. And that's the message that he brings forth to the general public, that, you know, it is our faith that determines us, not our fear. And that message, I'm sure, will be well received. And on a different note, Monsignor, I wanted to talk a little bit about the diocese and the individual churches uh, in terms of their survival and coming out of this pandemic. Uh, We know in the last few years several churches have closed due to lower parishioners and a lack of money. So with churches across the diocese not receiving their weekly collections and many not having their annual fish fries, how bad is that hurting them? And once again, you know, we're looking at the various agencies, the government various agencies, to help us through various small business loans, uh, you know, what the government is providing for various agencies. But we're also looking to our parishioners, to, you know, maintain, if they possibly can, their Sunday offerings, either through online giving, 
mailing envelopes to their various parishes, because it is through our people's contributions that the charitable works of the Church can contribute, continue. Exactly, and by not having, you know, by not being able to gather, you know, for Mass, you know, is how is that impacting the diocese necessarily? Well, you know, especially now during Holy Week and as we move towards the celebration of Easter, it's always a great high point within the Church in which we celebrate not only the Passion, Death, but the Resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, you know, since we are isolated for one, from one another, that, that celebration at this point cannot take place. But, you know, the resurrection teaches us that we are people of hope. And because we are people of hope, we will survive this. And truly, in a time in which we once again can gather, we will gather, you know, even more fully as the body of Christ to truly give praise and thanks to God. And how do you respond to those individual parishes that are concerned? I think all of us are concerned. All of us are going through a wide variety of emotions. And part of our responsibility is to be agents of comfort, not only for those parishes and parishioners who, you know, are suffering financially, who are suffering because of isolation, who are suffering because uh, of the unknown. We, we need to be there for one another. That simple phone call, that simple text, uh, that simple FaceTime, or whatever social media we have as at our given uh, hands, we, we need to use. You know, last evening while watching the TV, you know, it's remarkable what these commercials are portraying in a very good sense. You know, this pandemic is, you know, it is tragic, but we are coming together as one people. And, you know, each of those messages, each of those commercials that I watched last evening show how unified we are. And because we're unified, we can conquer almost anything. And you just touched on that now. Um, with the diocese, are they strategizing any plans to help parishes uh, on the other end of this pandemic? Moving forward, once again, yes. We're in you know daily communications with these parishes who are experiencing you know financial crises, but you know also through Catholic charities, we have the opportunities to still with the pandemic, to feed the hungry, to clothe the naked, to give support to our brothers and sisters who are truly in need. What, you know, we are experiencing now will make us even stronger. And that's, that's, the, that's the hope. That's the message that we are basically, you know, moving towards, that we are going to overcome this and we are going to be stronger individuals. Because we see the resources that we have at hand. God has given us brains. We're using these brains in order to help one another. 
And, you know, that's even though the, the coronavirus, you know, individuals see it as a time of testing and trial, but we also must see it that we are becoming stronger and more unified as a nation and as a world. Yes, and and do you see, I mean, with everything that you've seen over the last couple of weeks, do you see more churches maybe closing in the diocese a little bit sooner than expected? At this point, once again, the diocese is dealing with a pastoral plan. Uh, and the pastoral plan, of course, you know, invites, you know, various congregations to uh, look at their viability financially, look at their viability population-wise, but also look at, you know, how they best can use their resources to benefit, you know, future generations. At this point, you know, we are moving with the pastoral plan that has been established. Will churches close quicker or will they remain open for a period of time? you know, yet needs to be determined. And, you know, once again, as we move through this crisis, uh, we will then examine, you know, how we have used this period of time to, you know, move as a stronger (coughs) church for the future. And, you know, you mentioned congregation, and speaking of that, how do you encourage Catholics in the diocese uh, to do you know, to help the church with finances, and how do they go about doing that? Okay, you know, once again, we can do this in a wide variety of ways. We can contribute, you know, as we normally do through the Sunday collection, uh, either by mailing the envelopes into the parish or through uh, the various online resources that parishes have established. Uh, where an individual can contribute online. The beauty of our our population is that for most of our parishes, online giving has already been a part of, you know, who we are as a, as a church. So for many individuals, this disruption via the pandemic has not inhibited their contributions in any way because there is alternative motive or alternate plan in which uh, an individual can contribute to the charitable works of the church. Absolutely. And in summarizing, is there a message that maybe you want to take away from all of this to kind of, you know, to talk to your, talk to the congregation? Is, is there a message there that... I think, you know, once again, to use Bishop Murray's phrase, that, you know, our faith must be stronger than our fears. Yes, you know, this is a time of fear. This is a time of uncertainty. This is a time of unknown. But if we have ultimate trust in God, God will provide for what we need. Yes, and Monsignor Zura, I appreciate you taking the time. I know these are trying times, and I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to to shed some light on some um, very well-spoken-about topics. Thank you. Thank you very much, Corey. Have a blessed Easter. You too.